Yeah, and then there's the Cowboy Channel, you know, that I do most of my viewing on. There's a Cowboy Channel? Well, it's called Grit TV. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, and it, it shows mostly old the, black and white the, westerns. The Old Man Cowboy <laughs> Channel. That's right. Grit. Welcome to the 20-Minute Podcast, a ministry of King of Kings Lutheran Church. We are a caring community reaching in friendship with Christ. Follow us on social media at King of Kings CR or visit us on the web at www.kingofkingscr.org. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the 20 Minute Podcast. I'm Tony Dixon, and I'm sitting here with Pastor Rich Balvans. Good to be with you again. Yeah, Rich, how are you doing? Honestly, I am standing up to things pretty well. Literally standing, standing up. up. I'm holding up. My emotions remain under control. I've not had any outbursts okay. associated with being cooped up. That's a good any, start. Yeah, and, and my wife and I really haven't had any arguments either. So I think we're in, in this coronavirus uh, situation. We're so far doing quite well. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. And you? You know, we're doing okay, uh, but that's easy for me to say because usually I'm the one that's here doing ministry-related things, mm-hmm. and unfortunately what that does is that sticks Megan at home all day long, both trying to teach our kids something worthwhile and also teaching her students somehow over the computer and going to meetings and Zoom meetings and that sort of thing. So she's really trying to balance a lot of plates that are spinning and she's doing a great job, and I'm trying my best to be supportive, but I don't always do the best job of helping out there as much so as there's, I should. So there's none of this, honey, I'm home, what's for dinner? <laughs> if I wanted to walk in the door and get slapped in the face, maybe. <laughs> but, well, you know, we all learn and adjust, and we yeah. are learning and adjusting uh, quite a lot right now. That's right. Yeah, the day of the average person probably looks quite a bit different than it did about a month ago. For all of us, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to the day when I can go out and mow the lawn. Yeah. You know, those kinds of routines that kind of feel normal, those kinds of things. Now, you know, in our last podcast, we mentioned how long and boring March can be. Yes. And the good news, Pastor Rich, is that we are in April It's now. April, finally. And finally so, April, And yes. so, like clockwork... You can look out the window, and although there's still those cloudy, rainy days, I think we're starting to have more nicer days than not-so-nice days. Yeah, and of course, there's always a downside to every good thing that happens, and now those cotton-picking birds are waking me up in the morning before I would prefer to be aroused. Cotton-picking birds. Those, those, those <laughs> birds outside the, outside the windows. Of course, I could oh, quit feeding them, I do suppose. Do you have birds that peck at your windows? Well, not right now. We have in the past, but none right now. We have birds, again. It's like every year, right around this time, we have birds, robins, that just sit there and peck at the windows. And it is the most annoying thing. And we thought, oh, after last season, it'd be great because they'll all go, they'll go away, they'll forget that our house is a target. And uh, and yet, without fail, this morning we're sitting there and we hear this clunk, 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 clunk. <laughs> you have and you have deranged robins, my, uh, apparently. <laughs> yes, yes, they have like bird flu or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, what, how does that work? You know, I remember my uh, parents in their house out on the farm had the same kind of situation one year, but they not only pecked at the window, but they would purposely fly into it, and fortunately for my parents they flew hard enough fast enough 
often enough that they finally died. The birds, that is. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'm glad that you clarified that it was the birds. It was the birds, yeah. yes. And so that problem went away after a while. So maybe that will be your good fortune as well, that the birds will actually peck themselves to death. We've been approaching it all wrong. We should actually like put something like a target on the window so that yes. they fly into it so hard yeah. that we don't have the problem anymore. Like a mirror, maybe. <laughs> Just right. A mirror so that they're attacking themselves, which I think is sort of the case. They see a a reflection of something that sets them off and they just can't stand it right yeah exactly well so 20 minutes up yet or do we have more to do we're not quite there oh okay not quite there (laughs) Uh, three or four minutes all right but rich one of the things that seems like a lot of people are doing since we haven't always had the chance to go outside due to weather or whatever else people are watching a lot more I guess you could call it TV. Yeah. My dad, he he would have been fine with sitting and just watching the birds continue to peck against the, the windows and couldn't cared less about what was on TV or what was streaming or anything like that. But you're right, Tony, that there are things going on in terms of what people are doing to try, I guess, to, I won't say inform, but just to uh, entertain themselves using the screens that they have in front of them. And at this time, when so many people are home, (laughs) the use of these streaming services has just ballooned to try and, you know, kill time. Well, I know that with our internet provider, they sent out an email probably almost uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago, and they said, good news, you no longer have a data cap on your streaming data. (laughs) Yeah. And... uh, I at first glance I thought, well, why would that really matter that much? But then I thought about it, mm-hmm. and I mean we're in the house quite a bit more, and oh, um, yeah. we try to limit our screen time. But then you start to think about these families who have multiple people, right? Yeah. And uh, that's one big difference that I'm sure you could probably speak to, and I could a little bit too. Is the screen isn't in just one place in the house anymore? No, you carry it around with you. That's right. <laughs> Everywhere and, you go. And there are three, four you know, however many screens there are at your disposal at any given point in time. Well, it's a plot. You know, it is. Typically, what you do is you use these screens, whether it's Netflix or YouTube or whatever it is, you limit it to when you can use Wi-Fi. Yeah. And so now we're going to have the opportunity in our phones anyway, for many of us, to have unlimited data and use all those services anywhere we would like to, even if it happens to be outside the house. Right. And you <laughs> get used to that idea. And uh, then the demand will, you know, when this is all passed, uh, then we'll want to have that all the time. That's right. Are you watching anything right now or a series or anything like that? We don't have uh, Netflix or Hulu. We do have YouTube television and the Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. option. And so we've been scanning through the available items, but mostly I end up watching replays of my sermons. (laughs) <laughs> you watching game day footage huh? Yeah, that's right <laughs> you know i go back and take it apart and slow down the speed and really analyze it but we really haven't found anything anywhere yeah that seems to uh, be a real desirable yeah that's all right it's interesting to see all of the different options that there are we have um let me look at the sheet here we have all of these things except for youtube tv we had that for a little while, but we have Netflix and Hulu and Amazon 
And our kids use oh and we have disney plus oh that's not even on here so that's another that's a whole other whole other thing yeah but in terms of streaming uh, like i said we try to limit what we allow our kids especially to do during the day but we definitely have gotten into different series i find though that the ones that i really enjoy on netflix especially are the ones that are not the new ones but the older stuff the older programming yeah Yeah. so i'm primarily a fan of whatever i don't have to pay for additionally (laughs) you know so sounds about right (laughs) my standards uh come down quite a bit based on price yeah but you know there was a news item i heard it on the radio first about how much our streaming has increased. I mean, as as you and I were talking just a bit ago, but they actually documented this. The Nielsen people who do the TV ratings thing also follow streaming services as well. And they reported just yesterday that this would have been through the period of, oh, March, March 16th, I think it was, that they reported that streaming among those major services in the previous 30 days was up 85% from a year ago. Nearly doubled. Yeah. And they expect, you know, the April numbers to be just a huge increase. Even even more. Even bigger. And that the average person spent 36% more minutes streaming TV and movies than they did previously. So, you know, the 85% increase is, you know, you get more people per household and using different services and things like that. But this, I didn't have time to figure this out, but they reported this in billions of minutes. Do you have a calculator? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't bring my calculator today. In Netflix, for instance. Billions of minutes. Oh, yeah. In that month, Netflix viewing amounted to 45.4 billion minutes. (laughs) You know, that's like... Well, if it how was, many lifetimes is that? Yeah, if it <laughs> if they had said sixty yeah. billion minutes, that would be a billion hours. Right. Yeah. You know, so it's a little less than that. And YouTube viewing was thirty one point six billion minutes of people's time, and others were somewhat less than that. But we only ask for twenty minutes here. So that's yeah, 20, <laughs> 20 minutes from us. But they're talking billions yeah. of minutes. That's like fifteen minutes. I don't know what would that be per person in the world. It's just incredible the amount of time that we're using. And this is just streaming services, not including TV time, cable time, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, which is the other thing to think about when it comes to this stuff is we still watch shows on television, like on actual broadcast TV. You know, my kids especially like the Lego Masters show where they build Lego stuff, things like that. So we still watch that too. And that's not even really taken into account here, at least the first time that things are broadcast. And then there's the Cowboy Channel, you know, that I do most of my viewing on. There's a Cowboy Channel? Well, it's called Grit TV. Oh, that's right. (laughs) And and it it shows mostly old black and white westerns. The old man Cowboy (laughs) Channel. That's right. Grit. Yeah, it's not the modern cowboy it's the old man cowboy they try to they try to warn you with the name of the the, uh, channel there you know ward bond is he's one of my favorites uh who is that now? wagon train i'm gonna have to look him up i know i know he died before (laughs) you were born but anyway you know we all have those favorites and then all of this additional that's taking place now the other thing that comes up in this study is binge watching Mm -hmm. and That's the part that I think has me the most curious, and I don't know if I'd say surprised, but 
the times when people, I think, would watch Netflix and other streaming things before all of this uh, people being cooped up in their houses started happening, people, I think, had to fit that into the in-between times. Right? Yes. You had to, you, kids had, for example, have to go to school, and then when they get home from school, they might watch a show, then maybe eat dinner and maybe watch something afterwards. Now, binge-watching is up like over 25%, they say, over the past couple of yeah. weeks. And, you know, that's just one show, one episode, one movie right after the other. Yeah. And those those other things that kept us from doing that before <laughs> aren't there any longer, yeah, right? no, or at least some of them. right. Hey, Mom, bring me my dinner. I don't want to stop watching yeah. or what I've Can been... we eat in the living room tonight? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no. Yeah. For me, uh, I've got this one chair that I sit in. If I'm watching television, that's where I sit. The chair. The chair. <laughs> and uh, I, I suspect that if I really got hungry, there's probably enough crumbs of uh, previous uh, <laughs> previous snacking yeah. that I could probably survive for a, a few days. Within arm's Just reach on there. what's uh, down in the cushions, you know. <laughs> but uh, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> Well-preserved down there. That's right. That's, we uh, Don't dig too deep. You don't, <laughs> who knows what you would find, right? That's exactly right. Wow. So, it, you know, we talked uh, uh, just, just recently about how we use our time and whether it's binge watching or streaming or whatever it is that we still have to remember that we're given time for a purpose right. and, and not just to waste it in front of a screen. So. Yeah. So as we think about the ways that we use our time, we just talked about this with the boredom episode. It seems that there are all sorts of things that people have started doing. You know, if you step outside of this, like, yes, this study focuses on streaming services, which is clearly something that people are doing. Yeah. But let's try to step out of that for a moment and think about the fact that I think there are a lot of people out there that are doing things differently now than they would have before this all started, maybe trying something new or uh, picking up a hobby or something simply because they have the time to do that now. I think you're right. And we find ourselves challenging ourselves to find a greater meaning, something that has a deeper value than simply sitting and watching a screen go by. Right. Whether it's outdoor work or hobbies or those kinds of things, it does help us to identify what's really more enjoyable, what's more yeah. meaningful and purposeful in our lives rather than just sitting around letting it go by. Yeah, I didn't find any uh, statistics on this. I did look. I'm curious to know if certain stores, like the home improvement stores, have seen an increase in sales and that sort of thing, even though we know that people are being encouraged to stay inside. I've noticed a lot of people in my neighborhood are doing things to their homes. Mm -hmm. They're out fixing things or getting to projects that they maybe have been putting off for months because they finally have a chunk of time to not be interrupted and focus their attention on Yes, that. and I know I have a couple of things that I'd like to get done myself, and I hope to be able to do that very soon. And and then there's the other side for those people who are deeply involved in crisis care, finding less time and more stress and that sort of thing. Right. My fear, I think, for a lot of people is that uh, their employers are going to find out that they really only need them for about 
two or three hours a day. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime now, uh, how can I get by without that guy? Because I, I, I've been getting along pretty well with this working from home thing. Right. <laughs> there will be interesting outcomes and interesting, I think, ramifications of all of this, yeah. not just in terms of the way that it's affected the economy. We already know that. We've already seen that. But in terms of our outlook as employers, as employees, as families, and how we approach these situations. Yeah, well, a lot of people are going to find that they absolutely love the idea of working from home. Yeah. And a lot of people who thought they might like working from home will probably find that, no, that's not going to be for me. I need to be back in the trenches where I feel more productive. So you're right. There's going to be so many interesting outcomes from this experience that we're sharing that it will affect all of us for a long time to come. Yeah. What's the slight biblical underpinning of our discussion here today? Oh, the biblical underpinning for our discussion today, I think really comes down to understanding that we are more complex people than we may be realized, and that God has put us into places and situations that we maybe thought we wouldn't be able to survive or wouldn't enjoy, or it clarifies things. Mm -hmm. It clarifies that each of us is different from the other in some way, and that while we have common goals and common purposes, we have individual goals and individual purposes within this life. And to each has been given gifts, and maybe this is an opportunity for us to help clarify what some of those gifts really are. Yeah, absolutely. We have been focusing in our youth ministry and the devotions and some of the things. We've spent a lot of time in Philippians. There's some good stuff there. Oh, yes. But one of the things we recently discussed was a set of verses in Philippians chapter 4. 413 is the common one, Mm -hmm. right? I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Oh, it's not on this mug. It's on one of my mugs, (laughs) which is great. But we backed up a few verses to where Paul talks about contentment Mm -hmm. and the fact that he's really learned the secret of contentment and being content in all situations and all circumstances. And that's through Christ, through what he's done for us and what he's given us and in his life on the cross. And my mind keeps going back to that idea of right now, things are not ideal You know, you could ask any person, you could ask a a student right now who is supposed to graduate in a couple of months, and they're probably not going to get to walk. Yeah. Or or who knows? I mean, we hope that they do, but the future is unclear. And the contentment that Paul is talking about in Philippians is not based on our happiness. It's not based on things going right. It's based on the fact that when we encounter these uncertainties or the plans do not go our way, that in Christ we still have that hope and we have that joy. He talks about what it means, and it's not in that exact section, but he talks about in Philippians what it means to be mature. Right, yeah. And that is an area that I think is also helping to be clarified now is to be mature in our Christianity and in other ways as well in order to gauge what is most important and then act accordingly. Yeah. And there is a lot of maturity, I think, being gained and realized as the chaff of life 
is sort of swept away at this point. Yeah. Are you calling me mature? Mature? Mature. That's an interesting... (laughs) I'm not sure what the exact pronunciation of mature (laughs) is. I only remember it, again, from another dead actor, Victor Mature. Uh, so I, I know you don't, you've never heard of <laughs> That's him. That's 0 for 2 today. I know, but he, he, uh, he played uh, a biblical character in a very great movie that I don't remember what it was now. But made a lasting impact. Had a big Im- impression. <laughs> the only person I ever uh, was aware of who had the name Mature. I feel like if you are a mature person, you would say it, Mature. Mature, yes, probably so. Don't you think? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, uh, Rich, you want to say a quick prayer for us? Sure, I will. Heavenly Father, we come to you today thankful that you have preserved us through this time, understanding that the difficulties faced by many are new and challenging and are very likely to be long-lasting. We thank you that you come to us in your word through your Holy Spirit and give us confidence and give us grace. And through your word, you enable us to uh, know you better, to love you more, and to become the mature Christians that you desire us to be. And you teach us through circumstances. You teach us through your discipline. You teach us through your love. And we just thank you for looking out for us in all of these ways so that we might be faithful to you and loving to one another. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Should we go binge watch some things on Netflix? <laughs> oh, well, if you've got a subscription. Well, no, I, we can't together. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Well, maybe you can show me what grit is like. Give me your password to <laughs> Netflix, and I'll just do it at home at my place. I don't think so. Okay.